0: Did you have to is a proud member of the Why Though podcast community?
1: Welcome back to Did You Have To, the podcast where two bad bitches talk about anime. And here are your hosts, Kate and Nisha. Yeah! Nisha's quirk, Stress Ball. By internalizing her stress about the world being in chaos and crime, she converts that stress into a superpower, becoming a badass. Kate's quirk, Waifu Warrior. By just watching her favorite shows, she can manifest real or fictional characters into the real thing. They come to life and fight by her side. Not every character does it, though. She has to find the individual really hot. Yeah! Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Did You Have To? We're back from a kind of long hiatus. I don't know. Life's crazy. It's 2020
0: part deux. Uh, I'm Kate. (laughs) And no, Nisha. Part de. De Oh, double <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is the part two? De? De. Yes, but double <laughs> Hi, guys. Yes, sorry. We're back. It's been a while, but we still love y'all. <laughs> and we hope y'all still love us and want to hear us talk about anime. So, you want to tell the people what we're talking about today, Kate?
1: We have seen the glorious wonder that is Demon Slayer, Katsuno Yaiba, the movie, colon, Mugen Train.
0: <laughs> Probably the longest hashtag I've ever seen for a movie. Ever. So long. Very long. But anyways, yes, love this movie so much. And I can't wait to talk about it with you because now Kate's going to read the manga. Yes, I
1: am. In fact, I, which, okay, so we can get into this um, right off the bat. Like, one of the things we always talk about on our show is, like, adaptations from, like, the original source. And this is the first canon anime movie that I've seen in a long time that, like, mm-hmm. I can remember. This is adapting the Mugen Train arc in Demon Slayer, which I have found out now... I'm about at the point where Mugen Train happens. Um, this series like thrives on small arcs. It's not like these giant sweeping ones that you get in like My mm-hmm. Hero Academia and you know, or any other shonen, to be honest. And I am I picked up the manga because I was like, this movie was so good. I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like I was never like against Demon Slayer, but usually whatever the hot shonen is i'm like mm, y'all can have it leave me alone <laughs> uh, with the exception of jiu kaisen because i was on that train like before the anime came out and crap but yeah um but yeah and then i had just seen so much of you and then um I don't know if she's listening, but uh, she's uh, your big sister on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen you two go on and on about Demon Slayer and sing its praises. And she specifically has done some killer Demon Slayer makeup looks on her Instagram. So I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I need to get on this. Also, the merch is cute as fuck. And I'm like, I can buy so much more merch now. Mm -hmm.
0: Honestly, though, y'all. First off, go follow your big sister. She's amazing. Love her. Love all of the anime looks that she does with the uh, makeup. So, yes. But, um,
1: out for everybody so they can go follow her. Yes. At Y A B I G S I S T A H. She's amazing and probably one of the best follows you can have. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's
0: real great. She is. But also, I would love to know how to do makeup like that because yes. I just can't do eyeshadow. I can't. Like, can I fly you out here? I'm gonna fly her out here. This looks try- like <laughs> I like put
1: that on with like one of those big painters brushes. Like, I get glitter everywhere. I smudge crap. Like it's the I don't- detail
0: for me, I'm like, how do you get the little line to go around? Like, with yo, I
1: struggle with cat eyes I have done it once and it was from a Himiko Toga cosplay
0: mm-hmm. I have
1: never done it again I've tried yeah. and I've come out looking a hot a
0: hot mess my cat eyes um, just turn into raccoon eyes so and... <laughs> I just be like a little bit more oh. I will
1: say uh the Mexicanness ness in me gave me very full eyebrows so I don't usually have to do any of that because I'm very hairy uh thank you to my people um but yes. So away from makeup and Mm -hmm. into the topic at hand.
0: Yes. Back to this. Yeah. I'm very excited that you are now jumping into the Demon Slayer. Um, I'm sorry. I don't care if people at me, I'm going to refer to it as Demon Slayer from this point on just because- No ma'am,
1: you will say Demon Slayer Ketsuna Yaiba.
0: (laughs) No. No, I won't. I will say Demon Slayer. (laughs) But- (laughs) I am very excited for you to get more into the manga and then also season two is coming that's been announced. I'm really excited. People are very excited because honestly the next few arcs are like really dope and I'm excited for people to see I'm excited to see them animated. I'm excited for you, my best friend, to see how that stuff goes down in the anime. But yeah, it's, it's the stuff I, is going to get real.
1: I will say, I am hoping... So I'm currently at this crisis point because mm-hmm. I'm excited for the anime. But I now that I am caught up on My Hero, I do not like a lot of the choices that they have made for season mm. five of My Hero Academia, Because they're changing some stuff out of order and don't
0: like it. See, I was going to wait. I was going to wait until like maybe that mid-season time when they got like a good chunk of like maybe 15 episodes out. And then, but like, yeah. I'm
1: three episodes in and like they lead with like the Todoroki family dinner, like right off the bat. And I'm like, that's too soon. "Mm." Anyway, that makes me very scared mm-hmm. to read up to that point. That said, reading what I did and I guess it's like the thing is too' it's like I like with everything that I've read of my hero, I thought that it was really well adapted for the first four seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this the first season of Demon Slayer was also really well adapted, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that I can give my faith to what uh studio ufo table um who's animating it so it's gorgeous
0: so something i've been hearing from other demon slayer fans that i think our listeners and you now that you are going to like venture into the manga will find interesting is that a lot of people not a lot some people did not care for the ending initially but the creator did not have the time um due to personal reasons to write and put everything in that they wanted to this isn't Uh, this isn't any spoilers so now that they're doing re-releases and again this is me talking to other fans who like have access to stuff and news um they're saying that these releases will include be expanded upon so you're actually entering at a good point so if they do actually do that and, like, expand upon the stuff that they didn't get to put in the first run. Like, I read all of Demons yeah. in there last year. like, yeah. and, I'm, and now I'm reviewing the volumes as they come out through from Viz Media for the website. Um, so it's, like, kind of getting to, like, relive all those moments again. But I'm, like, I'm kind of intrigued because, like, that would be very unique for, like, a creator to get the opportunity to go back and put the things that they wanted to have put into us put into the series that they wanted to because it's not unheard of that like as we know when a series is rushed by a publisher or you know deadlines or for whatever reason they have to rush the ending of the story and then sometimes that doesn't translate well to the anime um but anyways let's get into this review
1: (laughs) yeah no so this is going to be the start for our Demon Slayer Ketsuno Yaiba the movie colon Mugen Train and mm-hmm. uh if you don't want to get spoiled back on up now because we're a spoiler mm-hmm. train from this point forward as we always are yep. because I have so much to say Ooh,
0: you have so much to say I've been Ma'am, waiting
1: to see this. I episode. know.
0: So I will say,
1: I will, let's listen to you first because you've been waiting for this. I just came in like, hey guys, I'm here and was weeping on my couch. It's just because... one of those
0: things. <laughs> it's one of those, I, f- I keep fighting myself in this position to me and Kate's relationship of, I can't tell her when something's going to happen and I have to watch her experience it. And literally just, like, watch her experience the pain that I know she's going to have. But, like... So, I do feel like this is a
1: good plug for our summer our summer reading program that we'll be doing. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> because me and Nisha will get to experience a manga for the first time together. Mm-hmm. Um, For, we are doing a did-you-have-to summer reading, like, you know, remember, if you're listening and you were little... Did you ever take in like a little punch card, to Pizza Hut, let them know that you finished something reading? Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing, but we're doing it per 50 chapters of Haiku. Yep. We're going to aim to start it um, this summer, finish it in the summer, and we will have our wonderful team manager, Olive, <laughs> who will be fact-checking us to make sure that we actually read. Because as we go through each chapter, we will in fact be buying... Small personal pan pizzas. Are we? Yes, we are. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna get my stamp and then I'm gonna walk my happy ass over to whatever pizza place and get a little pizza to eat.
0: Okay. I thought I was gonna be sending you a pizza. That's
1: fine. Oh, I mean we could send each other pizza. If it's whoever, like if you don't okay. The rules have are, it, but... we got, we gotta, we gotta meet this. We're going to set a deadline for yes. each, each 50 chapter chunk. And if you don't meet it, buy the other person a pizza, if they met it. And if we both meet it, we'll just buy ourselves our own pizzas.
0: I like that. I like that part. Cause of course me and Kate have to make something competitive. But, oh yeah. But this is. We what are other
1: friendships this? built on? I don't know. <laughs> Love and respect. <laughs> Ours is just bullying each other to
0: greatness. I'd rather have that. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm excited because this is fun. But also, like, I feel like audience, listeners, y'all should join us in the the manga summer reading program. You know, if y'all have a manga that y'all keep putting off and saying, you're going to read it, you're going to read it, you're going to read it. Now's your time to read it. You can like, I don't know. We'll keep you guys up to date when we're reading it. So I will make a blank
1: summer reading program card. So I made oh one God. for Haiku specifically. I will make a blank one. I will attach it to the tweet for this episode. Download that. It will have six, six slots. Fill it in however you want to for whatever manga you want to read. And let's all, let's all do this together. I'm really yeah. excited. I, I am. We had like one person. Right. <laughs> but it
0: was still more than two people is a community. So, you know what? That's true. It only takes where few are gathered and read manga together. There are dozens of us, <laughs> but it will be cute. So, yeah, no, if y'all can do that, and of course, you know, we'd love to see your progress. So, tag us, share it with us on Twitter or on Instagram. And I don't know, we love spreading the word of manga. So, exactly, and that's but. our
1: goal here. We want everybody. Especially like the new weebs coming in who like Mm -hmm. founded in quarantine and I am in that category for manga because like I had been on anime but hadn't been there on manga. Like now is such a beautiful time to be a manga reader. I mean I guess it's a beautiful time in that everything is selling out but it's also a bad time in that everything is selling out but hey Shonen Jump app exists.
0: Shonen um, Jump. You can also get Comicsology Unlimited. Like there's yes. options. There's Prime Reading. I just find out there's there is Pio
1: Mangamo. Like there are a bunch of different apps that are coming mm-hmm. out. Um, so join us. Have fun with us, and just like remember, everybody like everybody enjoys these things and everybody deserves to enjoy it so whether you're gonna take down a mammoth like the 402 chapters of Haikyuu with us or you're just gonna go in for like 10 chapters of a recent one just Mm -hmm. join us and and share your love share the fun with us Um, take pictures of little
0: pizzas that'd be great I mean, I do love, I, I love seeing pizza on the gram, so, yes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's an instant like right there. Automatic like. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, y'all can keep an eye out for that soon and watch me and Kate trash talk each other to greatness. Oh, yeah. And pizza, but. Um, there's pizza involved. I was
1: already competitive, but now there's, there's pizza food. and
0: haiku and, like, manga involved. This is going to be a great summer. Just <laughs> but, um. Oh, yeah, how we got there. Um, Yeah, so having to watch, so having read this like two years ago, like the Mugen Train arc, and then when Kate started watching Demon Slayer, I was very excited because I'm like, oh, I want to talk about it with her, but I realized like, no, can't, can't tell her anything that's going to happen yet or beyond season one. So then she, so then we talk, so we know Mugen Train's coming and I'm like, can't say anything yet can't say anything yet and then the thing happens um and yeah Kate what was your first feeling that you felt
1: I fucking wept I think yeah. I messaged our se- our sexy manga chat and I was <laughs> like I'm crying yes I'm full-on crying yes I'm just sitting there on my couch because uh I so for understanding i got a screener from funimation to screen and um i watched that bitch like three times it's amazing I'm... it's <laughs> worth watching
0: three times i can't stress <laughs> this enough it's a great i went to the... i actually went to a theater to watch it i am i, I am vaccinated though my vaccination I will two say weeks that. is <laughs> up
1: not next week but the week no next week if it is still in theaters, I will go watch it, damn it, because I need to. And I it will be my lucky. fourth time.
0: I got real lucky. Nobody was there. <laughs> Nobody was there. And I was just like, you know, no offense to my to my people, the other weebs. But I was like, I'm glad none of y'all came. <laughs> I had the whole place to some myself. Some weebs are nasty. I mean, they are. But like some people <laughs> in general are nasty. But like, yeah, no, it was nice to just be able to go to the theater and see it. Um, cause oh my God, it's amazing to see on a huge screen, but, uh, yeah. So just like Kate, I wept when I read this and I was kind of like torn on wanting to see this movie at first. Cause part of me is like, I know what's going to happen. I don't want to feel sad again, but obviously I love this arc because, and for those of you who don't know it, no, we're talking about, we're talking about a major death that occurs,
1: and we already said we were on the spoiler train. Just talk about it. Okay. You can't dance around that part. I it's know. It's also like I the just, most important part of the movie.
0: It is. I just don't, don't want to say it out loud because then he's really dead. Set your
1: heart ablaze <laughs> and move forward.
0: Really? You're going to quote his words to me? Tasty. <laughs> Tasty. Anyway, so by now y'all know, we're talking of the Flame Hashira, um, Rengoku. He died. He not died. He was he was murdered. But he goes out like in one of the most amazing ways, I think um that an anime character like him can go out but it's like also this is the arc where he's introduced like you really get to know him and fall in love with him as a character and you see him and he's just like you i dare anyone to say that they do not feel inspired by this man when he's talking to them about anything (laughs) and And then he dies he just kills him
1: and then he just (laughs) kills him and then
0: he just kills him but yeah it's like even though like this is the arc where you you met him before before previously um, earlier on in the series when Tanjiro meets the other member, like upper members of the Demon Slayer Corps. But then this is like the arc where you really get to know him. And then like, kind of like what Kate said, this series does really thrive off of these smaller arcs in the series. And for the most part, when we get to this part, I feel like this is like the first, one of the first arcs where like, you see the pattern of Tanjiro meeting one of the upper-ranked demon slayers, learning something from them, gaining some knowledge from them, and then applying that to himself or, you know, bonding with them in some way. And I don't know. I just, I didn't want him to die. Is It's like the Mufasa effect. I really just didn't want him to die, even though I knew he was going to die.
1: But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, like... So for me, it was one of those where, like, I was immediately captivated by him because he just has a presence. And I love, I don't know, part of me hates the trope of, like, super happy, then super serious badass. But also part of me loves it. And, like, that's kind of, like, what Rengoku is. He has this joy and love for others that he channels into being a really good fighter. And there are two things happening in demon slayer when i watched it and i, I wrote a piece on it um because oh uh, like all of this arc this movie is it's about grief and it's about being able to like live with your trauma and confront it and like first you have tanjiro who like because in the movie like they're thrown they're on the train the trains had mysterious appearances. And because there's a demon. And then the demon puts them all to sleep. And they, the demon puts them into beautiful dreams, like their idyllic states. That's where they have, you know, where they have wanted to be. Um, And so for Tanjiro, it's his family is entirely alive. And Nezuko is a human. Nezuko is his Nezuko. Nezuko is who he remembered her as. And the entirety of the first half of the movie is Tanjiro having to accept his trauma. Um, and like, and nobody wants to go through trauma. Um, But there, I have a really hard time when people say, well, trauma can't make a character. And I was like, well, I have my trauma. And I am who I am because of it. It doesn't define who I am, but it redefined who I was in those moments. And so watching Tanjiro decide to essentially leave the happiness and just like embrace the pain and embrace the grief and make the choice to leave his sister who he's literally the entire manga is him on a quest to make her human again, abandon human her because he knows what he needs to do. And he has to choose that pain. And the entire first part is him getting through that grief. Like that grief doesn't, um doesn't stop him anymore. And then Rengoku dies and he's just like a mess on the floor. And he's like, Every time I get over, I get through one wall, I hit another wall Mm -hmm. and I, and and they're like that entire sequence is like really powerful because he says, I can hear my heroes on the other side, but I'm over here fumbling in the dark. And it's one of those moments where like, it kind of reminds you that like, sometimes like we experience moments of intense grief and sadness and it's, it's not one and done it can happen again. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if we built up a strength for the last one, it can still wound us and leave us terrified when it happens again. And it's a really beautiful kind of framing for Tanjiro as a shonen protagonist, because he isn't just super strong, perfect. He's Oh, he learned one thing and now he's realized that he's actually nothing in comparison to the demon that just killed Rengoku. Mm -hmm. Which I would like to say, Rengoku would have killed that upper level demon if Rengoku hadn't used all of his power to save every person on that train and Mm -hmm. have it end with zero casualties. He Mm -hmm. already expended all of his energy, keeping people alive, and then he went and almost
0: killed that demon. He had his ha- his head halfway off. Literally ha- held him. The man had a fist through his chest. He clenched his muscles so tight the demon could not move his arm. And then the fact that he w- had enough strength to hold his arm is like, I'm not letting you go. You can't go. And he's not, let- he- I'm just like, This hurts seeing this scene played out, but I love every bit of it because Rengoku is just such this, like, like you said, he's this, first of all, himbo, big himbo. Oh yeah. Big himbo. Love, love, love a courageous, lovable himbo, but also he's very serious, but he has this emotional IQ also that I like. Because there's he's very he's multifaceted. That's what I'm trying to get at. Because there's many sides to him. But like when he first died, and like I was talking to people about Demon Slayer, a lot of people were angry about it. Because like no, they killed him all for no reason. I'm like, honestly, it makes sense why he died for many reasons. Because his whole speech even to Tandro about him dying is because he's like, yes, people like me um, have to make room for people like you. Um, So my past, like, he he acknowledges that, like, I I would have died someday, and you will have to carry on the mantle, like, you'll have to carry on for me, and carry on the mission until it's complete. And it's like, there's that part. But then it's him saying that, like, I promise that no one here will die today. And he kept yeah. that promise. He made sure that not a single person died. And when people want to complain and say, like, "Oh, he, he, it doesn't make any sense why he died," I'm like, it makes a lot of sense that he died because he extended half of his strength to save everyone. Like, mm-hmm. and like to go and then fight. Like, I think this demon is um, the third moon. Yeah, so third moon. Yeah, so he's the third, the third, the most third powerful, upper moon. Yeah, yeah, the third most powerful demon. On third to to Muzen, that's something. That's like really something, especially for people who know when you get deeper into the series compared to all the other demons that Tanjiro's faced. It's like, yeah, no, that demon could have easily killed everyone there. But the fact that Rengoku was able to hold him off and the fact that Rengoku is dying and able to hold him yeah and just trying to keep him in the sun was like, goddamn.
1: Like this man is amazing there's, and there's something powerful about watching a character because like I think what you said is a really good point like he had he, he didn't have to die but he died with purpose and meaning mm-hmm. because there's something for me important about when you watch death in a series um or you read it when a character gets to essentially choose so they choose to be the person to, as much as the demon kills him, he knew going into it that he was going to die. Yeah. He had accepted that that was how things were going to go, mm-hmm. but he was dedicated to what he needed to do that he he kept on. And that that is something for me in fiction that I think is very powerful because I think so much of what we do as humans and the choices we make We make choices to keep ourselves from harm. And and it's self preservation, but like there are people who exist who are selfless enough to say, that's not my first priority. My first priority is X. It's my belief, it's my ideal, it's saving other people. And when you have heroes like that, because that's what Rengoku is, he's a hero that is what makes them interesting and it's also what makes you know that there is no safety and that 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 makes them that more impactful
0: yeah you know that part it's really that part like there is no safety because it's the fact that like it really hits I think Tanjiro and the other um and his comrades of just like if Rengoku couldn't beat him, what chance do we stand of ever taking down Musen? And it's like, you can choose to just live in despair and thinking that the demons will always win. But like, it's that moment where Tanjiro, right? The fact that Tanjiro is like literally like, about to pass out and like sprints after the demon and then and launches that sword at his that like javelin throw through
1: his chest and like yes the pure oh shit on that demon's face
0: Mm -hmm. and it's like Tanjiro don't, got, he don't got no more, he don't got no more cares to give, because yeah. he's just like, no, you are a coward, we fight you on your turf every yeah. night, we're in the darkness, we come to you, you won't come into the light and fight us, granted, because demons will literally die if they hit sunlight, but at the same time, Tanjiro makes a very, very powerful point, so it's like, in that moment, Tanjiro could have just given into despair, I mean, and he does allow himself to grieve, but it's also like, he could have been like, if Goku died, what, what purpose, like, what hope do I have, but instead, our boy decides to run after this demon that just killed the man that would have been his master, and decides to throw his sword through his chest, and I'm just like, that, I don't know, I feel I find that very inspiring and it's like one another one of those reasons why I love this series because they always touch on these very key things about like, when we talk about, they always compare the demons and the humans and they're yeah. always gonna keep having this conversation of like, the demons will be like, you know, you could live forever if you become a demon and you could give up this and you could just, you could sharpen your skills and you could go on. What's the point of being a human? You'll get old and die one day. But it's like when Goku talking back, to the demons saying like we humans are better, essentially saying yeah. humans are better than demons because we care, because we have yeah. souls because we have compassion, mm-hmm. and and that's important. Oh, no. Yeah. I was going to say.
1: Well, and and I think that, like, that's beautifully set when um what's his name? Ubiashiki in the beginning, he says, no matter how often we're beaten down, in the end, we'll rise up and fight again. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those things where, like, he's walking through a graveyard of demon slayers, and it's kind of like I feel like this is the ultimate understanding that, like, a demon slayer is an underdog. Mm-hmm. They're powerful, but they will always be at a disadvantage. And when When he says that, he doesn't necessarily mean that like, oh yeah, Tanjiro got injured. Now he's going to be up and fight again. He's like, no, these people die and new people come take their place. And that is why we're going to win in the long run Mm -hmm. because we're doing this for something more. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that like, I don't know. And I, I guess it's one of those things where like, in the year that 2020 was and in the year that 2021 is fucking shaping up to be yeah um everything about this movie and everything about rengoku's last words to tanjiro just hit like the moment he started talking I was I was a mess, um, and his the the quote from the movie it, it's translated different in the manga because that always happens. But mm-hmm. the quote from the dub is, uh, "If you're feeling disheartened and you're somehow not enough, uh, that if you are feeling disheartened that you are somehow not enough, set your heart ablaze." Dry your eyes and look ahead. You may feel like digging your heels in, but the flow of time waits for no one. It will patiently stand by as you grieve. And I think for for a lot of us and for me, like I missed three funerals because of COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. Grief is something that we all know right really big right now whether it's grief for for people grief for you know our lives as they used to be whatever it is you you need someone to tell you that you can feel your grief but you also have to keep moving because nothing else is gonna stop
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: I think it's really beautiful not only that Rengoku says this but also that when Tanjiro and this is something that I love that the series does is Demon Slayer allows Tanjiro to feel things Mm -hmm. it allows him to get so viscerally angry it allows him to feel sadness And, and like that's not something that you always get because like I love perfect cinnamon cinnamon roll uh Deku but I can't say that in like the 300 chapters that we have read we've seen him angry we've seen him hurt and we've seen him empathetic but Tanjiro especially here we see him angry when he throws his sword we see him angry when the Mm -hmm. uh when the the I think is Nemu Nemu. what's his name I think what's the the uh hold on I have it right here uh, I thought I had it right here. No, I did not. I don't know. Whatever the hell Sleep Demon Man's name is. Uh with the weird jujitsu Kaisen hand thing that
0: Demon Slayer off. Demon Slayer Hisoka is what I'm going to call him. it. Yes. Yeah, Demon
1: Slayer Hisoka. <laughs> I want to know if that's the same voice actor, honestly. I don't know. I don't know.
0: But it but it get he definitely sounded like Hisoka to me and I was just like, I don't know. Mm-mm.
1: He's like a part d <laughs> um he essentially instead of sending tanjiro into a dream that's beautiful he sends him into one where his family is trying to guilt him in disdain Mm, and when he comes out of it he yells don't you dare put words in their mouths Mm -hmm. and it's this anger that isn't coming from a place of I need to save everybody on this train in that moment he is attacking that demon because that demon just like disgraced the memory of his family Mm -hmm. and he wants to cut his head off it is very personal and that's the like beautiful thing about it Mm -hmm. for me because when you have this intense emotion, it brings you to when Rengoku Gro- dies and he's crying. And you have Inosuke come up and be like, shut up, like, get up. He just said he was proud of you. You know, like, you, like, we have everything we need. He, like, and, and, and like, having like, Inosuke is both Inosuke and Zagetsu? Zenetsu. Zenetsu. Zen- mm-hmm they're both annoying but like having an osuke who is this like an osuke <laughs> a boar-headed child in a boar's head
0: and hey, let's um, be honest he is what would have happened to bakugo if bakugo was raised in the wild as that's well.
1: fair you're not wrong
0: i'm just um, saying i would like that's to see and a I screaming think that that's match why i like him um <laughs>
1: But, like, they can get a little bit annoying, but I like that they gave him the chance to be that friend. Because Mm -hmm. we all need that friend to be like, okay, I get it, you're sad. That's important. But also, did you not just hear where the man was like, he believes in us and we're the future? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not all lost. Like, yes, things feel like it's lost right now. And, yes, you don't know everything you need to know right now. Mm Mm-hmm but zeng uh red goku believed that we could get there and right. i think that that's like one of like the really strong pieces of this movie too is just that that friendship piece and the piece mm-hmm. of pushing other people
0: yes because i think i've noted it a few times when i've written the reviews for the website it's just like one of my favorite things is that the iron iron sharpens iron like the the mangaka the creator they take it very seriously when it comes to the series because it, uh, Tandro Tandro knows the importance of having his friends. He does not, he's not the typical MC who's going to go and go about, he's not going to go on his own to go fight Muzen because he knows how stupid that is. Um, he truly understands that he cannot do it alone, but it's also just that you need he needs to hear and he needs to have a friend like Inosuke and like Zenetsu and all of them to like kind of be there to keep him grounded and to remind him that like you're you're not alone like we are here to help you and he does believe in you like we will get there one day um to keep him grounded but uh it's it's, I also found it hilarious that and maybe I need to reread the arc but it's hilarious that Inosuke's dream literally tells you that he figured out who the villain was the entire time yes it was <laughs> it, the because he was yeah yep, it was the train I just want to reread so much now and pay to pay more attention to him because I'm like wait because the 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 fascinating thing about him and his powers is that like I feel like a lot of his stuff is instinct <laughs> but it's just like wow he literally called the plot of this movie <laughs> but oh my gosh so good. Oh, one other thing I did want to talk about. Um, since we're talking about all this emotional stuff, there's the scene, and there's a scene where when Goku goes and have while well, he's in his dream, um, and he is his he has this flashback where he goes and tells his father about becoming the Flame Hashira and how his he basically is basically reliving how his father says you're nothing special that doesn't matter, um and then his bro- little brother comes up to him, and it's just like it reminded me. I love how this was written because it was it would have been so easy for the creator to be like, no, Rengoku's going to be the type of character that protects his little brother from like you know the yeah. unfortunate emotional letdowns in this world, but no, instead Rengoku is very real about the fact of like unfortunately our father isn't the man that he used to be and he's not proud of me yeah. but i am still proud of myself and i like and he it's just like he has this whole like heart to heart with his brother but he doesn't apologize it's like it's very powerful to see him one not apologize for his father but like to be very emotionally honest with his little brother and I don't know. I just, and maybe it's because I'm just so used to like shonen where people will lie
1: to a child
0: instead. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's true though. Like
1: how many times, like, do we tell people we love in general stuff because we don't want to make them sad or we think that Mm -hmm. they can't handle it. And it especially happens with kids. Mm -hmm. And I think you're completely right. Like the fact that he, like he is doing more good for his brother by saying, dad, isn't proud of me. He probably won't be proud of you, but I'm proud of you. Right, And that's the important thing. Mm -hmm. Like that type of of bonding is something that is just really good and also like I think I really love Demon Slayer because of the way that um writes um siblings and like the different ways that siblings protect each other and Mm -hmm. like and I think the fact that like Nezuko and, and Tenjiro are like such a focus like getting to see um, go Rangoku, and his his little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of hits in a different way, and I just I really appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Um, I just love it. I love all yeah. the siblings in Demon Slayer, but like uh, I just can't wait for you to catch up in the manga. But also, <laughs> I can't wait for the anime to catch up because then that's when I feel like everybody else can like appreciate some more stuff, and then we can all be excited about where everything else is going. But um after we after I wanted to bring up something you had said about the film um just how what was it that you said when we were talking about after you saw just like if more if more anime did this with their films
1: yeah these arcs yeah Yeah. so I think that like one of the really important things or because we've talked about like the emotional impact Obviously, the action sequences are gorgeous. If you've awesome. seen anime, you know how beautiful they are. Um, but I think the biggest impact of this film is that it shows that you can just adapt an arc into a two hour movie and you can do it so much better. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you have anime and you have a season count to hit or an episode count to hit, we end up with inflated arcs all the time. I mean, it's the running joke with Shonen. You have a fight that lasts, you know, five <sighs> episodes. And it's, you know, uh, I hope that everybody takes note of the success of Demon Slayer because
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in Japan, it broke every world, every record, every theater record. In the U.S., Demon Slayer is the highest grossing international movie of all time. Mm. Um, it, it 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 has succeeded in a way that a lot of people did not think an R-rated anime movie could succeed. It's also mm-hmm. one of the first R-rated
0: shonens. It deserved like, the R. It definitely oh, deserved
1: the R. <laughs> yeah, because we were saying,
0: I was just like, after we saw it, we are just like, I wonder why it got an R. And then it was just like, oh, I see why it got an R. Um, But I
1: think And I think the reason That it did And if you follow me on Twitter I've been talking about it a lot Mm -hmm. It's like the perfect storm the pandemic has one made people really excited right now that we're all getting vaccinated and we can go to the movies but two mm-hmm. manga sales are at an all-time high demon slayer is one of the highest selling manga you can't get all the volumes because they're sold out printers yep. in the u.s are having to literally work overtime and there's like a right stuff video that explained it where they're not turning off the print machines Because they can't keep up with manga demand. And so you have this entire like new weeb army coming forth. And then you have season two of the anime happening. And you have a movie that is canon. So like you kind of have to go see this movie. So it's everything that pulls it together. In a way that makes it just a perfect experience. And I think that when you can do that with your with your series like that it, it sets a new standard and it's it one that I want to see like not saying that I'm not excited for the third my hero movie but mm-hmm. like now we know that my hero is ending like i think on volume 32 or something or 31 like it's coming mm-hmm. soon like we're in the final arc now yeah and like okay, we're going to get a third movie when there's, like, one season left, and it's probably not going to be canon. And, like, I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to scream, you know, all different ways about how much I love it or whatever. But it's different. Mm -hmm. It's not something that, like, is a part of something else in the same way. So I'd be really interested to see how well the
0: My Hero movie does Mm -hmm. um, when it comes out later this year. Yeah, yeah. That would be impressive to compare it against this one, just because, like, for all the reasons you said, like, this was definitely a perfect storm for Demon Slayer, I think. Um, But it's kind of, like, almost the reverse of what Marvel is doing with these Disney Plus shows, in my opinion. It's, like with these mini series like WandaVision and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier you're getting all this character development that, for these side characters that you would not be getting in the move that you did not get in the previous movie. so now you're getting a chance to build that in this in the mini series which is great but with this, with like Demon Slayer with this with the Mugen Train movie it's more like hey instead of making this ep- like making this arc eight episodes long let's just make it a movie which I gotta say I love that idea that doesn't mean every arc needs to be a movie but I feel like the Mugen I feel like Mugen Train deserved to be a movie given how impactful the story Mm -hmm. is and how it's and how well paced out the story for the arc is I would think that the next like season two you don't need to do that with any of the arcs moving forward because they're much shorter, in my opinion. But yeah. you were going to say something. No, I was
1: going to say, low-key, I would love to have a villains movie for my hero where it's just mm. that villains arc where we're at the no. Paranormal Liberation Society. Yes. And it's just where we're seeing the villains and we don't even have any chapters for the heroes. Just give me that, like Shigaraki's backstory, all that good yep, shit. Yep. Put that in a movie. give me a concise storytelling give me two hour block of this because when you like because i feel what they're gonna do is they're either gonna give us two episodes on it and cut it it real short or they're gonna try to extend it over like half a season to go into the the big um the big like shigaraki showdown arc because and that's one of the (sighs) things that makes me really worried for season five because Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff happens in the manga and the way the my hero anime adapts things is really fast yeah. Um it really bunches stuff together. So I'm curious as to what's going to happen but like give me a vil- like give me give me the villain's arc as a movie.
0: That would honestly be the best move for them because like what I've noticed having now watched all of One Piece is that One Piece even went back and did that with some of their bigger arcs and just made OVAs of like a full arc of like like the East Blue arc is just literally a summary of what happens in that arc. And as you know, one piece arcs are hella long. So it would be hoove. Yes, I said behoove. It would be hoove <laughs> Horikoshi and them to consider making the villain's arc at least an OVA or like, at least like, just like Kate said, make it a movie, make it something that's, accept- I, don't, I don't know, I, I would like that because i rather have the full context of the arc than having things cut and not included because there's a lot of heavy shit that goes on in the villain's arc that I don't want to get cut out. And I'm saying this also maybe because I'm irritated with what happened with Promise Neverland season two.
1: I'm happy I have not read the manga and I don't even know if I want to I don't even know if I want to watch the anime you can
0: if you haven't read the manga I think you can enjoy it that's what I've been telling people I think you can enjoy it still if you haven't read the manga um you can be my test person you can be my test person to prove that I just I feel like from everyone I've talked about it with they're just like I don't like it because it they change so much, but I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's the problem. Are we talking
1: like a Full Metal Alchemist first run situation? Oh girl,
0: yes. Like oh, no, even worse than that. Just it's not good. We skipped a whole entire arc. Left out a bunch of characters. Skipped like skipped a lot. Never mind. I don't want to go into spoilers. I'm just in my brain. Promise Neverland ended in season one, and that's it. Um, but anyways, um, yes, I'm with Kate. We need more of these arcs because I don't think we need to sit through 12 episodes of One Fight anymore. We have advanced beyond that as an anime culture, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. I would I would love to see that people take th- take note of this though, because I think it would be really good
1: yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree too. Um, and I want to see more of this and I want this to really, I think that I saw somebody compare Demon Slayer to, oh, well, your name didn't even have something this big. I was like, okay, yes, your name was a phenomenon. Yes, right. Weathering With You is great. Yes, Studio Ghibli exists, but like, it's not the same. Those are one-off movies that you go and you enjoy Demon Slayer has an entire fandom and is the top-selling manga. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, not it's the like, same. Thing. That's not the same thing at all. Like, you have an yeah. entire franchise. Like, you, like you said, your name is a singular movie. Yeah. Like,
1: who, I um, I can't. It was, it was a dumb. It was a dumb.
0: That's a it dumb was, take. It,
1: it was a critic, like a film Twitter critic who doesn't know anime. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. Um, And I think, so what I'm hoping that this does is not even just My Hero, but like we see it in other shounen that's coming out. Like mm-hmm. finding out how to make the most out of your episodes and the storytelling by utilizing films as a medium because they're viable. People will come out and see them, build the hype, mm-hmm. make it canon and fill the seats.
0: I mean- we did kind of say that about Super Bowl, um, Dragon Ball, Super Bowl. Uh, wow. Brawly, yep. Super Brawly. Why am I saying Super Bowl? Wow. <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's Brawly. Because I'm like, they left it almost canon enough where it's like, oh, they could totally bring him in, but it's not canon. But it's like, ooh, they left it to a point where it's like, they could bring him in if, if Dragon Ball Super came back. So... I'm like, yeah, no, do more of that but make things canon in the films when you can. Like even Heroes Rising, we were like, is it canon or is it not canon? Yep. Which uh like we we can't even go into all of that. Yeah. Uh but uh I think that's it. Any other thoughts? I know we talked a lot about emotions and characters and the himbo um yeah no I mean I think that's that's really all I have
1: um I'm just I'm excited to see what happens next and where everything goes and you know just I don't know I'm excited for Demon Slayer and I'm happy to be here now Mm -hmm. I live here now guys I do go here
0: (laughs) (laughs) she goes to the school of Demon Slayer we did it guys we did it Joe we did it Oh God! Oh, what's next? One Piece? (laughs) Come on, just one, just one arc. Man, just one arc. You, I, I don't got no time for that, like at all. Then Lupin the Third.
1: I don't like the animation. You can watch the updated ones.
0: Hmm. I'm going to win you um, over one of these damn days. Where do they have all of Lupin like listed? Mm, you're probably going to find all of it mostly on Crunchyroll. Mm. Okay. As, but that's a discussion for another day. Now I'll just have to work on getting you to watch Lupin. <laughs> Since one piece will never happen. But anyways. Um, <laughs> you want to tell them where they can find us, Kate? Yeah, you can find us online at
1: dyht underscore pod on Twitter. Um, and you can find me at ommythrandier on uh, in on Instagram, where I do all my manga stuff. And on Twitter, where I also do manga stuff, but also talk about butts. Um, but most importantly, if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash butt why though. That's, oh, that was a burp. That's patreon.com slash B-U-T-W-H-Y-T-H-O because Nisha and I talk about smutty, 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 trashy manga. For $1, you can get that. For 10 you get to see our faces unedited, recording Oof. everything
0: live. <laughs> Usually no makeup, <laughs> honestly no makeup um just vibes. and many
1: interruptions <laughs> like my mother calling me in the middle of us talking about penis size because um, that happens
0: that was funny so
1: come join us in the trash over there nisha
0: yeah y'all can find me at nisha plays on instagram and on twitter where i don't know what i do on there no more oh yeah i should be doing cosplay but i'm gonna get back into it eventually um, But anyways. Um, after listening to this episode, will you guys give Demon Slayer a try? Um, do you guys prefer to call it Demon Slayer? Commit- I can't even say it. Kate, you say it. Uh, Demon Slayer Kometu no Yaiba? Good job. I can't. I'm tired. I had to think real hard. <laughs> I have to think every time I have to say it. And would y'all consider Rengoku to be the best man ever? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Find out next time on Did You Have To. Bye. <laughs> Did You Have To is co-produced by Kate Sanchez and Lanisha Campbell. Our intro is done by Dr. Emery Steven Daniel. And our outro and intro music is by Benjamin Desat, a.k.a. Ben Son.